Hey, what's up, everybody? English Dave here with my co-host Mercedes and Raven. What's up? What up, Dave? What we, up? We are here to talk about new HBO Max sci-fi series *Raised by Wolves*. This is co-produced by Ridley Scott, famous for classic sci-fi movies such as *Alien*. You like my face hugger T-shirt? Boo. Nice, nice. And uh, uh, one of Raven and I's favorite, and I'm sure Sadie, you love this movie too, *Blade Runner*. Um, I'm a huge, huge yeah, Ridley Scott it. fan. Um, I grew up with my mom was a huge fan girl from Ridley how Scott. I so that Ridley Scott did Blade Runner and on, Alien. Son. Alien Blade Runner. Easy. I don't give him credit for that one. Yeah. He's the king of sci-fi. He is the king of sci-fi. Like, and also like really representing women and like like female. All of the aliens He's always, always had female. Badass female yeah, he really does represent females well. So I've always been a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is also brought to us by creator Aaron Guzikowski. He's the showrunner of the series. We're just going to talk about the first three aired episodes of the series. Um, this is going to be going weekly every Fridays. But we're not going to talk spoilers. We just decided to talk about our feelings on this brand new show. So I'm going to start with you, Mercedes. What were your expectations going into this? We know you love uh, um, um, Ridley Scott, but outside of Ridley Scott, what drew you to this outside of me forcing you to watch it? Um, I'm a huge sci-fi fan. So any sort of production that can literally take me to a whole new world, <laughs> no pun intended, but like literally, like when you create a whole backdrop and, you know, I'm learning about something else and yeah, it's nonfiction, but I, I was totally sucked in from there mm-hmm. between the set design, you know, the costumes, the minimal but like how detailed everything was um i was really intrigued by the show um raven i know you like the prettiness of this <laughs> of the trailers and the visual of all this but what made you because you know something you're weird with sci-fi like raven's yeah. my sci-fi friend but there'll be some sci-fi shows raven will love i'm just not doing it and then there'll there's be other shows it's nobody's fault i'm just not but it'll be shows that I'm like, <laughs> but if you like this, you should like this. And I always frustrated to kind of, in fact, For me, I was, it's I was like, curious about this show. If, yeah. if you would so, um, latch on or not. I feel like my, my explanation for that is that, uh, as we know, a lot of sci-fi shows don't really get the credit they deserve. I sadly have a lot of PTSD from watching a lot of amazing <laughs> sci-fi shows that never continue. So there's this whole season or many seasons of a show that's in my head that I'm never going to have closure on. So because of that, with a lot of sci-fi shows for me, it's not that I don't believe that they're good, but if I don't believe that they're last, then I'm not going to watch it until it ends as a series, if that makes right. sense. Because I know it had a beginning, middle, and end. Whereas, like, sadly, a lot of our shows, like... <sighs> Flash forward, man. Rest in peace. But that was a really great show. Dave and I loved that show. Loved that and show. like season finale was epic. It was amazing. And then it never got greenlit for a second season. And uh, I felt like I learned my lesson from there. So it's not that I won't watch uh, The Fine. Expanse, Dave. Fine. I know which show you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna. <But> it's <laughs> just so waiting good. until I know like this is what the creators Fine. had in mind. This is how we wanted to end it going out on our own terms fine then i'll watch it you know as of now though they have you as a fan so you know just keep doing your thing and i'll watch it soon she said they got you no no the day the day the expanse finishes i think it's coming up because i think they're like five six seasons in right there are like six seven seasons no yeah they got a good good luck what drew you to this show outside of me forcing you to watch it because then why did Um, you say yes to this one (laughs) so this one it's hbo um 
for the most part, I trust HBO to where almost any show that they believe in enough to back, support, and distribute, I'm probably going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than Game of Thrones pissed me off a lot. <laughs> a lot. But we're not going to talk about True that. Blood. True Blood's in that category. <sighs> yeah. But other than that, for the most part, HBO shows... And I feel like that's an, old, that's an old time. This is a new generation of HBO. Exactly. Like so, so far, you know, you know, like they gave me Watchmen. We're doing Lovecraft. I'm doing it week to week. And I'm okay with it. So... I feel like, you know, they have budget and the people behind it, like, for example, Ridley Scott is a big enough name to where I don't think somebody's taking Ridley Scott's show off HBO, you know? I think they're at least going to give him two seasons, I hope. So I think that made me a little more intrigued. Definitely the visuals. Um, and conceptually, I love the concept or I love that I don't know what the concept is. Mm-hmm. I think the question of it is what kind of led me in because mm-hmm. it's like from seeing the trailers, I still have no clue, mm-hmm. even after watching three episodes, what this show is about. And I think, you know, let's talk about that. It's one of those shows that starts off, and I think there's a reason, it's a good thing that they started off with three episodes. Episode one kind of almost sets up the show as it's as very cerebral. While right. interesting, it still kind of made you feel like, oh, it's going to be one of those shows where you just have to really pay attention. But I think episode two and three say, no, actually, it's a mixture of both. Without going into detail, you know, what did you think of, of just the overall uh, way that the three episodes were brought to you um i totally agree with you i think we're gonna go on a roller coaster of emotions this season and for certain characters we're gonna have like this love-hate relationship um and it's going to make us have these conversations about human nature and what our responses are going to be to times of stress and um <clears throat> things that are happy and you know what is a true human response because mm-hmm. From the show, I feel like it's pretty evident that there is an Android aspect to it. So, you know, what feelings are more human feelings? So that's what I'm excited to see from it. And with these first three episodes, um, I think I'm a good level of confused, like Mm -hmm. where I can have a conversation with you guys and we all have a different idea of what's happening, but we're not like, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. We're like, oh, okay, let's see Mm -hmm. where this goes because it's just, you know, it, it could go anywhere at this point. And what I like about this first three episodes, though, is that as much as we don't know, I feel like we get a lot more information than I expected. Because mm-hmm. there's some things that happened just in episode one that could have been dragged on for three, four oh, episodes. Yeah. You know, like we yeah, move along. Definitely. We actually move along very quickly in the three episodes. We get a lot of information on certain characters. In fact, I feel like this show changed Yes, like three it's, different times, like the <laughs> theme of it, the, you know. There, it's yes. like the hashtag for each episode, episode is one was, theme. That mm-hmm. escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that, escalated that is yeah, that's the perfect sentence for episode one. But I think that's because it's also dealing with a lot, so it's setting up a lot in terms of past, present, and, f- and well, past, far, past and far future, and and in terms of in human uh, um, relations, not just with each other, uh, relations with AI, but it's not. A, it's in a weird way. It's like a direct conversation with human and AI, but it's mm-hmm. mostly about humans fighting each other because without going into detail, there's a huge religious war aspect to it. And yes. that's for me, that's kind of like the extra thing that's like, oh, interesting. You know, there's some mm-hmm. things that is, in fact, not going to spoilers, but we see certain flashbacks and visuals of this religious war and just the way some people are dressed and the kind of the design, the religious um, symbolism they add to it. But this is supposed to be like 300 years in the future, but we're still dealing with religious shit. That's, and then how, do, how does mm-hmm. AI factor into that? 
that's how I'm like, oh, okay, shit. And then, you know, the, the synopsis for the story is it, we have left Earth to go to another planet and we're just taking that same shit with us. And we're like, oh, shit. Yes. You know, how does that... You know, be, oh, I almost spoiled something. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I'm stuttering. I'm stuttering. <laughs> Without going into detail, uh, again, this, this does deal with all the themes from religion, like I spoke, and how AI factors, factors into that. Because... You know, we have two characters, mother and father, and and part of the story is that they are raising these children on another planet. You know, you have robots raising children, and I find that very interesting because it's like, well, what does that mean for our future, and who programmed those robots in themselves? Raven, I ask, what do you think of the two characters of mother and father? I like them a lot because I, it really plays with, um, I think, you know, the whole line of, like, what you know, what's the difference? Like, other than the fact that, you know, an AI is obviously a machine, I think it deals with the subtleties. Obviously, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, obviously, but not. And um, I think that this show does a good job of, like, showing, I guess, like, the, the fringe outlines of where that lack of emotion or where, you know, being an AI kind of comes in. Because there's moments that, you almost feel like there is actual raw emotion, like there is mm. compassion, but programming a certain way in a human's eye would like the, the effect of that would almost be a emotion within itself. If mm. that makes sense. It's like the AIs are emotional and can express emotion, but it's through programming, which I think is interesting um, just by their way of reaction, mm. reacting to something, you know, if you're trying to protect a child, it seems like you do care, mm -hmm. you know, like you have to care for that child mm -hmm. because as you're programming, so you care, but you know, it's not because you're empathetic or sympathetic. It's mm -hmm. because it's your programming. So I think it's interesting because there are moments that even myself, I'm like, you know, it almost feels the same mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, maybe they can truly care for other things. You know, they can actually have relationships, mm -hmm. not only amongst each other, but with, human beings that's you know substantial but i i like that this show deals with that like uh gray area that well that's sense. the thing that you mentioned it the gray area is the fact that science tells us that our emotions are almost programmed within yeah us, exactly right? you know this <laughs> like, and that you know there's a certain reaction that comes with specific things right and in ways it is programming mm -hmm. so it's like you know where do we differ what's where's the dividing line but i think i like best about this show is we're dealing with different factors here, right? You have AI conversation right. within, even within the religious stuff, because you have people who are atheists and people who believe in this religion that it's a made-up religion within the context of this show. What I like about this show is it doesn't plant any one group as completely good or completely bad. It does this thing of almost like showcasing point of view, of like, well, what if this? Oh, but what if that? that spoiling what what is that what do you think of that aspect of the show and i like the way that the show is so showing duality of both sides where what you're not seeing like oh there's one bad side and there's one good side um everyone has their secrets and i feel like they're all going to come to light um and then depending on if they want to like actually communicate in the right way certain secrets don't actually have to be so bad mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know like there's certain things that people can work together if they open up so it's going to be really interesting to see how they do that mm. but yeah i like how they're showing like both sides mm. because then you actually have more of like a cerebral conversation of like human interaction and emotion of how mm. people re react and stress and stuff 
No, I've always, Raven knows this, I've always been a person who doesn't like narratives that automatically says AI and robots are evil. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they are the program of what we give them, right? Mm-hmm. What we teach right. them. You know, if we create robots and AI for military purposes, yeah, they can go down that path because that's what we're teaching yeah. them. And it comes down to, you know, there's parts of this story that insinuates on whoever creates each individual android, they follow that protocol of the creator. And what is the morality that the creator is giving onto them? You know, and how that plays. Because even between mother and father, they're different levels of AI. They're not the same. Mm-hmm. And you see others. So it's not, that's what I like about it. You don't just see the same type of AI. Is different types depending mm-hmm. on what they were created for you know like yeah. are they protectors are they or are they this and that and also on the flip side of it 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 doesn't play on just saying science is the be all and end all and religion knows nothing spirituality knows nothing you know it plays on the idea of wait i mean science i believe in science but there must be something it's nice to have a little bit of faith there's something hey, out there. ex machina, man. Yeah. you get to a certain point where they're one and the same I, you know as far as you right. can go back in science it eventually becomes religion and as far as you can go back in religion it becomes science mm-hmm. you know and i do like that this show does deal with that in between in that gray area and you know because ultimately it, it kind of also deals with what's going on now, you know, in a two-party system in America. You mm-hmm. know, it's not exactly, it shouldn't be extremes, mm-hmm. you know. Any type of established peace is going to come from kind of compromising. And I like that the AI is kind of maybe that third mm-hmm. factor that'll, you know, force everyone in balance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. I agree. And that's, for me, I think that for me is what uh, intriguing to the show because Gridley Scott likes to play with that. You know, he likes yeah, to play with, like, with religion, religion and science. God, man, beliefs. science. Exactly what it's all mean. Where did it all come from? And this idea that, well, what if your idea of God and creator might be different, but doesn't mean the meaning is different. It's just how it happened could be different. The explanation is different because science says anything and everything is possible. You know, like yeah. he was on crazy stuff. Yeah. And before that, I would say, before we finish, I will say though, this show also has very exciting, intense moments. It's not just, and that's what I was worried about after episode one, just think he's cerebral, which I do like, but it's not for everybody. This show does also have like intense, scary action, cool, fun, like moments like that. And I, I appreciated that it also does that once it gets to the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, I felt like episode one, it was weird. It was like mm-hmm. slow until it wasn't. Yes. <laughs> and then episode two, three, like, you know, I'm good. It's like, I'm okay. like, oh, okay, I'm here. Like, Let's right. do this. I think, but, we like need... you said, it's like some surprising, like, kind of genres in there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really expecting. Mm-hmm. I thought I was just gonna get like sci-fi, but it's kind of good mix. Well, I will say, like, it's not a spoiler, but I will say that the show has m- more main characters than you realize. And once all the players yeah. come to play, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, now we're in this. You know, is it a spoiler to say that I was excited to see the chick from um, Emerald City, the little no. girl? No, you can say it's, you don't don't say spoiler. the context. Just say. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Luffred. Yes, I was like, yay! I thought the same thing. (laughs) I was so excited when I saw. I was like, wait, 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 who is it? Oh my god! Yeah, I got so excited because she's a really dope. Mm. Like, she's a really great actress. So, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen with her character throughout the rest of the season. Agreed, agreed. Um, This show airs every Fridays on, not every Thursdays on HBO and HBO Max. We will be doing our review Mm -hmm. on Mondays, so hopefully the reviews be out on Tuesdays. And if you guys want to follow along with our thoughts, this is a show I'm really looking forward to. Just these are conversations that, you know, super sci-fi conversation we like to always have it all the time. So like having a context to have more of it, I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Any last thoughts before we cut off? It's got, we've got a minute and a half left. Is it, thir- is it Thursday yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Right, right. Is it? In, in, a, in a funny way, right? I'm more excited to review this weekly than the boys, even though I'm still enjoying the boys. But I feel like this is new to me and I'm like... Ooh. This is a weekly type of show though. Yeah. Like I'm excited for this show because I really want to know what happens next. Right. Whereas the boys, I can almost predict what's going right. to happen next, but yeah. I still want to see it. The boys is like another right cool superhero. But it's like I could wait. Like yeah. it's fun, but it's more like action-packed. Right, and right. action I could watch anytime. Yeah, yeah. This I'm like, ooh, cerebral sci-fi. Needed. Crazy mouth stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's always some crazy mouth <laughs> On that and note, then it wasn't even, I was like, "Whoa!" Well, we gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, go. Whoa, that Thank escalated you. quickly. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Raven. For sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mercedes. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Before this I cuts spoil off, it. my name's Angus Dave. This has been a spoiler-free review for the first few episodes. And then that of part Rose went. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys for listening, and as always, Raven. Mercedes, nah, instead. Keep it nerdy. You should have just said it, Dave. (laughs) And as always, keep it nerdy. All right. Oh, my God.